Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another session of Influencer Insights, where I have Kirsten Amange from uh, Uganda, South Africa, joining me tonight. Uh, she's she's from Uganda, but she's living in Vancouver as we speak now, so it's really great to have her. She's working on her counseling, professional counseling degree out there, and also pursuing modeling on the side, so she's very into the arts and talks a little bit about uh, her music and acting and stuff in her background. So we're really glad to have Kirsten coming on to share her story. Talk to us about uh, her journey from from where she was raised to moving to Canada and learning about the, the challenges that come along with that. So welcome, Kirsten. Thank you so much for having me. And Absolutely. Yeah, it was Uganda, East Africa. I just wanted to start with that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Feel free to correct me because I do that often throughout these shows, but uh, appreciate that. So so tell us a little bit about yourself more than elaborate on some of the things that, that I've done. How are you doing with school and modeling and all those kind of things? I love it. I'm so excited. I'm just graduating from my professional counseling diploma at George Walters College. I moved to Vancouver in late 2017. That was around like September, I would say. Sure. And up until that time, I only traditionally had an understanding of what mental health is and that, what that means and how it shows up in our lives. Right. And my journey, just understanding that brought me to where I am today. I love art. I am a very expressive human being, both literally and also historically. Sure. Historically, I mean, so that I love to dance. I love to move. I love to act and express myself. So that's also fun stuff. But yeah, that's right it on. in a nutshell. Very cool. You you mentioned to me a little bit before you jumped on, before you came to Canada, you, you took some modeling schooling and stuff like that. Would you tell us a little bit about that and how that went or what got you yeah, into so, that? Yeah. So after high school, during high school, my friends, I went to a Muslim um, boarding conservative high school, I would say. Sure. I, I had a lot of time, a good time there. But during that time, I was very into music, dance, and drama. And my friends usually told me that I, I used to walk around the campus and the dormitory like I was walking on a globe and that I should try modeling or expressive arts. And as I didn't think much to it until after we graduated high school and I had like a mini midlife crisis. So I found myself in this institute that, I ended up signing up for like an intense eight month modeling, professional modeling course. And I learned a lot from that. And I didn't go on to pursue modeling after I graduated from that course. But when I moved to Canada, I started to pursue it slowly in like little aspects of my life. I started doing a little bit of like portfolio, like editorial here and like still editorial. And I started doing photo shoots. And then I got into runway and I started loving it. So I started doing more of it. But it's been a good time. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice to see the expansion all the way along. What, uh, like in the, the modeling school, for somebody that maybe hasn't gone or is thinking about it, what are some things that kind of jumped out to you that you, you learned real fast or something you didn't know beforehand? The, how to seriously take modeling or the arts, because art is a very self-educated and passion-led field that most people think they don't need training. It's like, right. oh, it's something I wake up and I'm like, oh, I wake up and I feel like I can sing because I have a great voice and right. I should sing. Or I wake up and I feel like I can act because I can immune, immune or, or 
emitted a lot of characters and I feel like people told me I should do it, which I followed to in the beginning, but there's more to that. And I feel like me going to me going to some people and listening to other opinions that are outside of myself. These are people that have gone through the field for like 25 years and like they have experience, they have stories to give, like gave me the ability to learn extensively this art, which allowed me to enjoy it later on. Because now when I go to model, I do it professionally. And because of that, I enjoy it. And because of that, I don't take it for granted, even though I have bad days and good days like any anywhere else at any job you can have good days and bad days Absolutely. so that is my biggest takeaway or was my biggest takeaway from cool. modeling school so you're kind of saying that the more effort and the work you put into it the more you're going to get out of it because the more serious you take it all the way along right yeah like take time to pause and find the intention of it all like why do you like it like find the why mm, and yeah. it sounds cliche these days to ask people to find the why of doing things because we are so stuck in the like just do it be spontaneous do it yeah. but the why is important it's here for a reason because yes it keeps you going <laughs> right yeah every day you need a reason right so yeah cool what are some kind of cool shoots that you've gotten to do or some cool runway walks that you've gotten to do that you know, not everybody gets to, I guess, or. Oh, I don't, I feel like the, everything I've done has been pretty humbling. Um, I did Bride Fashion Week lately, which was fun. But I, when I just moved out to Canada, which was in 2017, but in 2018, I was walking around the West End mm -hmm. of downtown Vancouver and I saw a film set. And I had never seen a film set in my life before for some reason, which was weird. But I got so stunned that I asked one of the guys that usually stand around film sets when they are being uh, done in public spaces. And I was like, what is this? And well, if it's a film set, I'm like, how do I get into it? They're like, oh, just go get an agent and I sign up. And I did it when I was standing right there with them. I found an agent online. Wow. I signed up. I was like, I did not know I could do this. But that anyway, later on led to me meeting Jason Memoa. <laughs> really in a very interesting way but the way i met him i embarrassed myself so much but it was so interesting because it was a, like our what is it a fairy tale cinderella like kind of fantasy moment for me <laughs> but it was so stupid and naive. what happened but all, i just so I got booked for a background because I said that by doing background, I just wanted to enter into the film industry in any way possible. And they were like, the easiest way to do it is to just sign up for background because they need everyone. You don't need a lot of experience. And I didn't have any experience whatsoever. I had never been to a film set. I had never gone to an acting school or class. Sure. So background was easy. And then they get us to do background for this upcoming show that was supposed to be on Apple. It is on Apple right now. It's called C and it stars Jason Memoir. And nice. I was supposed to be on background on that. But we started doing training. And one day we go to Whistler, which is where we're filming it. And our call times were so early. It was 3.30 a.m. in the morning that I didn't sleep until 3.30, until my call time. So I only <laughs> slept on the shuttle on oh, my no. drive up to Whistler. <laughs> so oh, when no. I got there, I was sleeping in the bus. And when I woke up, it was just a moment I was walking down on our shuttle and I was like is that a dream I'm, did I go to bed and wake up and I I'm, I mean like so I'm like a world where Jason Mamua is because I shouted and I scrammed and I thought that I was in a dream or like in a lucid dream and then everyone calmed me down and then everyone knew that I was obviously new to North America because I freaked out when I saw Jason Mamua yet everyone was so normal about it so yeah 
it was a fun moment. <laughs> cool. And those, yeah. yeah, it's amazing how some of that stuff just sticks in the mind and kind of motivates you to, to keep going too sometimes, right? Whatever it is, the excitement there, so. Yeah, it's, it's funny and naive, but it excites me. <laughs> it's, Very much. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, what, like when you got to Canada, and so you, you started, did you land in Calgary first and then go to Vancouver or was it? Okay, no. So I landed in Toronto first. I came from Uganda, flew to Brussels, so I then came to Toronto, stayed in Toronto for two weeks, and that was in summer. And then I flew to Vancouver. Why I flew to Vancouver was because I Googled. I just went to Google and I was like, what is the warmest city to live in when you're coming from a tropical country yeah. in okay. Canada? And they were like, Vancouver. And I was like, yeah. that's where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> So I left Toronto. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't want to, because I was coming from a tropical rainforest. I only knew one season the whole year. Right. So I needed uh, something that is not less harsh for me to transition into and gradually learn and evolve into the climate. So yeah, that's how I absolutely. came to Vancouver. And then I liked it here. And then I stayed. But then I left briefly to go to Calgary. And then I came back. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Was Calgary too cold or was it? Yeah, a few things. Um, it was. I I'm a city girl. I grew up in a very busy, even in Uganda where mm. I grew up. I grew up in the capital city of Uganda. It was the first city, so I grew up in a very busy first world. Like Kampala right. is like the New York of the USA, okay. and going to Calgary, Calgary is kind of slow a little bit. It's like a nice stable best city it's not as fast so i missed the rush <laughs> if i might if i might say for lack of a better word i missed the rush um and i i just found it too small for me of a city but there were certain good aspects of it like the sun it was mm -hmm. very sunny it was beautiful the nature and the quietness and the cleanliness it's very clean it's a very clean city so. yeah absolutely cool well, if you like quiet and serene scenery, you should come to Saskatchewan in the summertime because we have a lot of that. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's slower so than I've Calgary. So. Yeah, I've had that too. That's why I'm not there yet. <laughs> yep. No, fair enough. That's cool. Right on. Well, that's good. Glad you're in, in Vancouver and you're finding home there because that's a that's a nice city there too. So yeah. um, have, have you been able to connect and like do some like TFP shoots and that kind of stuff to build your portfolio or smaller acting gigs and stuff like that in Vancouver when you're out there? Or how's that gone? To build your, yeah. build yourself. I have. I've done. A, I've done a lot of exciting things. I've followed up with so many local photographers. I've done a lot of runways. I've run Vancouver International Fair, uh, something fair. I've gone. I've done bridal fashion shows. I've done African fashion arts movement fashion show. Um. So I've had the pleasure of doing a lot of collaboration nice. with a lot of artists in the nice. in lower mainland Vancouver yeah. and I continue to do that and my agent also gets me some good gigs like I've worked with big industries like um, what Volkswagen I did a commercial for Volkswagen wow that right was on. fun <laughs> yeah. yeah that was a, a dream come true I was like wow this I never thought little big Christine brand. in Uganda <laughs> yeah yeah that's very cool well, those kind of things are, yeah, they just keep propelling you forward. So, yeah, they just uh, get you to dream and they get you to like think and imagine the impossible, which is nice for your mind, I guess, and your spirit. Yes, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What's uh, what's some of the favorite things about 
the arts? Like, what do you, what inspires you to kind of keep diving into that? And what do you just keep coming back to? Um, at um, self-expression sets me free. It's sure. the most, it's the only time I can fully tap in my fully authentic self. And it's the only time I can fully express myself, which nice. I feel is a fundamental basic need for my for living is if mm -hmm. we're able to express ourselves we are able to validate ourselves in this physical existence we're like oh i can do this so i'm here oh i can stand up for myself so i'm here oh i can speak and someone can hear me so i'm here in this physical life right now because right. we do need that we need external validation to remind us that we are still in this physical world because the only time that happens is when we leave the physical world and we join the spiritual world is when we die mm -hmm. and we become spirits or move on. Then people in the physical world can't see you. Right. And so it's good to feel it validated. And that's just me going to a little bit of my folk and tradition cool. because I grew up, I grew up, like I call myself a witch, but I grew up a traditional person and I learned from my ancestors a lot and stuff. Okay. But I like to speak in that way. But yeah, that's, that's a little bit of that. Sure. Yeah. There's there's more to the world that's going on than than what we can physically see, right? Yeah. Absolutely. And I love thinking of the world like that. It makes me um feed into my need of connection, which is a fundamental right. It makes us feel like we are all connected and we're here. And do, do you beautiful. think that um, our lives are a bit of a metaphor for something bigger, and that what we do with them now matters after? I think everything matters. I think thinking that our life could end today and it doesn't mean anything matters. And I think it also matters to think that our life is something, is part of something bigger. I think mm. both of the thoughts serve a purpose. Yes. Like the first one, I believe, serves the purpose, purpose of making us be, think that, yes, it can end right now. So don't take it for granted. Be self responsible. Be safe. Whereas the other one make, controls our ego and i would say or the part of ourselves that could i don't know what other words to use but the part of ourselves that always takes us out of us so they both have a purpose um and i like listening to both and i usually consider both when mm -hmm. i'm stepping into life decisions i'm like which part of me wants to be selfish and which part of me wants to give because they both matter like i still want to be selfish because it's right. part of my life <laughs> But right. I also still want to give. It's a balancing game of filling your cup up and making sure to share it with others too, right? Exactly. Yeah. You got to do both and you're responsible for both and no one else. You are responsible right. for giving both to yourself. No one can do that for you. That's right. Absolutely. Our decisions yeah. dictate a lot of the things we do. So. Yeah, they do. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very. Well yeah. Yeah. Um, have you noticed, and something we like to talk about, uh, when we're talking with models that have done a lot of work and building their their portfolio, like, do you have any, like, safety tips and things that you would be cautious of when people are getting into the industry or deciding, to, you know, testing out this modeling thing, if they want to do that or not? What, what have you found has been some good ways of, of staying safe out there? Staying safe. Be intentional. Advocate for yourself and mm -hmm. become very clear and identify your boundaries from the beginning because mm. like all the other f career fields and professions, the mm. modeling and arts world is not a safe world. Right. So there are so many people that are going to take advantage of you. Um, 
people like there's a lot of inconsistency and miscommunication so be intentional and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and listen to yourself listen to your energy when your intuition makes you feel like something is wrong listen to that and consider it don't consider it in a way that will solve sabotage you you know maybe you're responding to a trauma response and you just need to tell yourself that no i'm okay i'm safe but listen to it in a way that if it persists if it's like no this is not safe this 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 is taking advantage of you like this is going beyond what you feel like a boundary has been crossed here stand up for yourself listen to that and respond to that because that is a very important part of you and it's only there to keep you safe so that's what i've learned so far on my journey no that's good Uh, i think there's there's a lot of different things that through people's experiences that they've learned and a key piece is just sharing what you've been through so that we can all kind of build all this together right so and mm-hmm. knowledge is power that way right so yeah it does help knowledge it is power in that way yeah you're right sure. yeah cool well we're gonna move a little bit uh kind of a touch away from some of the modeling stuff i know you mentioned a little bit of of uh, developing mental health and I'm sure moving across the world has got some impact on those kind of things so uh, and with your counseling diploma as well i think that's a huge piece there as well so what are what are some things that um kind of on your heart about mental health and helping people you know shift when they when they're going through those kind of things oh mental health so uh the things that come to mind when you pose it in that way is self-advocacy mm. uh education awareness and uh uh, just advocacy in large, but awareness. Right. Mental health is something that is not very, is not taken into consideration on all the levels of the world right now. And it's sad because even in the spaces or in the parts of the world or the globe where you think it's being considered, it's still being considered on a very minuscule level. Yeah. Like we are still new in discovering what our mental being is and the understanding of that. And the understanding of our minds and psychology and what that plays in our lives. lives. But it's a very, very integrate part of who we are and how we function as human beings. To my understanding with my background in psychology and counseling psychology, is that understanding our mental health and our behavior worlds of living is very integral. If we can capture that, we have the ability to step in with awareness and awareness is a very um is an intricate tool or to have when you're walking through life to be aware of something because when you're aware of something you can identify it Mm. if you can identify it you can name it if you can name it you can witness it and if you can witness it, you can either you can move it and evolve it in the way that it needs, be it trauma, be it your life experience, be it um, happiness, be it change, be it death, be it loss, be it just the experience of life in general. So, yeah, that is my understanding of that. Sure. What on a, a level have you found for yourself developing awareness, I think is really key for anybody. If you don't know where you've got it or you're, or you're going through it and you can't see it, that's really a huge piece there. Uh, but for yourself, did you, did you ever notice that some things were taking you in a certain direction? You're like, uh, this is kind of affecting, you know, it's playing with the mind a little bit and that sort of thing. What are, what are some experiences yourself you've seen or maybe with people, you know? 
um cognitive distortion so i grew up in uganda a dictatorship country my sure I've only known one, one president my whole life, so that okay. can tell you a little bit about democracy. And that I was that means I grew up in a very oppressed, suppressed environment in a right. weird way. So that gave me helped ban my coping mechanism. I learned around that was um, dissociation, and I could go into a world of imagination because I had the gift of or not the gift, but the ability to step into my imagination and create scenarios. And then I would create scenarios. But later, later on, that turns into cognitive distortions, which affects the way I connect with people. So I make up like these little stories in my head and sometimes it's not true, which affects the way I show up at work or with like with friends. And that has been a very big challenge for me. And it's been the biggest challenge that having had with just having understood or developed mentally like that. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it can play surprising how mind takes us to places that really don't exist. Right. But yeah, well, it does it to save us or to, it's a survival right. instinct, but it's still, yeah, the side effects are, can be cruel sometimes. <laughs> detrimental absolutely no yeah what what do you do to combat some of that negativity that comes into your life what are some exercises and some things that you would you know recommend other people to to use to get themselves away from those negative mindsets and those self-defeating self-talk and stuff i lean in and i sing and i dance and i talk my ass off <laughs> i say it in i say that in every literal sense of it all i am a Just self-proclaimed giver, right? yeah <laughs> i am a self-proclaimed twerk queen <laughs> nice so i have not met an adversity that i have not danced myself out of so not just <laughs> talking but dancing right i move my body i believe mm. we are all energy and that's where my understanding my core belief of we are connected and blah 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 the yes. earth is one and we are yep. all, that's where all that crap comes from yeah. right? it comes from me dancing <laughs> because when i dance i can connect with people and one of my love languages is um body connection so physical touch so i love dancing and energy that way dancing has helped me singing using my voice standing up for my boundaries i am a bitch that speaks my mind at every given moment and that has caused me so much trouble but it has allowed me to stick up for my boundaries right. and that is a that's something that has saved me so many times because if i didn't do that i would not have been here i grew up in very toxic violent civil wars Okay. I grew up with a dictator. I grew up, and then I grew up below the poverty line. So it's only like it's hard to just grow up in a dictatorship, but growing up below poverty lines, that means you're the most vulnerable of the yes. a financial economic bracket. Yeah. So you do um, see life differently, but it's taught me so much, and I'm grateful for my story. Sure. But it's also put me on a high alert that I don't like sometimes because I overwatch my back, and sometimes it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Right, overdo it. Yeah, overdo what, it. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, growing up below the poverty line in Uganda, what what took you to the place that you realized you wanted to get out and that you wanted to start a different life in Canada and that sort of thing? Well, um, I am a very proud queer human being. I just got engaged to my lovely wife last December. That is why I'm in Canada. I love my country and I miss it so much. But I left in 2017 because it was very unsafe. In 2014, they had passed the bill, that the anti-gay bill, anti-LGBT2 queer spirit, spirited bill, where you're either you're sentenced to death 
or 20 years in prison. And they just revised that bill five days ago and they passed it and they signed it again. If, wow. And it's the most aggressive anti-queer um, bill that mm. is in the world right now. And Uganda is a conservative Christian country in that way. So it hurts my heart because I grew up there. That's my motherland. That's everything I've ever known for right. the last 22 years of my life. And until I moved to Canada, was in there. So the, to think that I am, I, I can be prosecuted being there right now is... Right. Heartbreaking. Painful, but and heartbreaking, yeah. Yeah. But, sure. yeah. So those are those are tough challenges. What what made Canada the the place to go? Um the immigration policies are the best one of the Canada holds one of the best immigration policies in the country. In the, in the country, in the globe. In the world. Yeah. In the world. yeah. Sure, it yeah. holds one of them. So when I Google that, I Canada came up and surprisingly I knew most things about UK and USA but I didn't know so much about Canada sure <laughs> so it's interesting that I even ended up here because I thought <laughs> I, would, I would end up in the US but right here I am and I've loved every bit of it since I've been here so glad well and welcome you're uh make it home because it's a great place to a great place to live so cool. it is it is yeah. cool. well thank you for sharing that I really appreciate that um what are some some big dreams, I guess, for Kirsten in the next couple of years. Like, where do you finishing your diploma? Do you want to take more schooling, or do you want to build your business business as a as a counselor? Or what's what's the dream? Well, I am an aspiring rap artist, an actress, cool. and a therapist. So my next, I like, and also I I want to have a family, like a big family. I'm such a family person. I nice. grew up in a community. If I had it my way, I could have like 10 kids, but I'm only going to have four. <laughs> Settle for but, four, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm an overachiever in that way too. So my dreams are a little bit unrealistic. So I'll keep it small and minimal. Ah, but in a nutshell, yeah. In a nutshell, I just want to storytell because I love storytelling. I do it through, through singing, through dancing, nice. through rapping. So I want to storytell. I want to support human beings and commit acts of services because that's my love language. I want to have a family because that is also something I've dreamt of my whole life. And sure. that is where, that's what I want to see in the next 10 years. But they say God loves when you make plans. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anything that I've said on a goal board, I've, I've pretty well named you, named it to you myself. So, so, and that's I didn't true. think big enough sometimes. So don't, don't limit yourself. There's lots of opportunity for you. So, thank you. Absolutely. What about the next? Uh, let's pick three to six months. Do you have some shows or things that you're nailing in towards the summertime when it's finally warm outside? You know that kind of thing here. Yes, I'm excited about my workshops. We I have we have uh, so my com my company that I run with my partner is called Empowered Living. It's a cool. counseling and coaching private practice, and we are starting our workshops with which are like a creative processing space where we bring communities together to processively uh, support each other and create and grow. So I'm excited about that because I want to I want to see what it turns into in the next six months. Yeah. We are starting it in two weeks from now. And I have the Vancouver Fashion Show coming up. I'm excited about that. But I'm also going to start recording in studio for the first time. And I'm excited about that. So that's cool. what I, I would like to see what the next six months bring in those regards. Very cool. So you got workshops. Are those in person or online or a combination or? 
they're in person. They're going to be in the Beaumont Studios, downtown Vancouver, if wow. anyone is there, every Saturday at uh, 1 15 p.m. to their 90-minute workshops. It's a creative space. We're going to be using creative, uh, no, integrative therapeutic models so uh, to support each other, to creatively process, to emotionally process, nice. to understand self-advocacy. And I'm excited to see what it's going to turn into because we have our own vision, but mm. we also want to see what it could turn into on its own. So we're not going to put a lot of structure to it so we can see what people can bring in and what people can influence of it. Yes. So we're excited for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. That'll be exciting to watch and to hear about down the road as you guys pursue that. Um, Vancouver Chef Fashion Show Week. When is that? For April fourteenth. So it's okay. Um, that's coming quick. Yeah, it's coming up, and it's the, the last fashion show I'll be working this year. I think I've only I've, so, I've only uh, committed to three. I've yep. worked two so far, and this is the coming up one. And I'm not done Vancouver Fashion Week before, so I'm excited to see cool. how this one goes. Yeah, new show, different people, new faces. That'll be exciting. So exactly. Yeah, it's always exciting. I'm always beamed with curiosity. <laughs> and how many tracks for your album do you have? Are you ready to record? None. It's None. the first time. I, cool. I used to write music slowly, went back home before okay. I traveled. Nice. But this is the first time. I always just used to help people perfect their uh, rap uh, craft because I grew up doing rap battles. Mm -hmm. But I was, I, was, I was a young kid. Like, we just used to do it with our friends and stuff because we grew up in a community. But this is the first time I'm doing it in studio and okay. listening to my own voice. Like I'm even going to just start creating my own best voice. So it's nice. exciting, but scary. Yes. Lots of yeah. development to go on, sure. So yeah. Very cool. Well, that's very exciting. Um, how, how do people, uh, you know, if they want to follow you along or support you or hear about your workshops, Kristen, how do we, how do we get in touch with you? So I have Instagram, which is my only social media page. I am not good with social media, so I only have Instagram. And that's the only place. Or maybe on LinkedIn, you'll find me on LinkedIn. But okay. Instagram, it's Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-E-R-N. And then and under hyphen. And that's it. That you'll find me there. Um, cool. with On my Instagram page, it, there's my website where you find my professional work. I'm a professional counselor. I love working with youth, but I'm open to working with all ages. Right now, I'm just trained professionally to work with youth. Um, I'm trained in family counseling, CBT, DBT, narrative, somatics, um, family counseling. I mentioned that already. Addictions and uh, loss, grief, and shame, among others. But yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's shall. I'm cool. nervous now, so I don't know if I said it all. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And uh, I know there's somebody out there that's going to be interested in looking all that up from you too. So, so watch for the DMs to come. You know, so. Okay. Um, what about uh, thinking, I guess, uh, if Kirsten's DM box blew up overnight to a thousand messages or you got a million followers overnight, what would be something that you'd want to tell the world just if you had anything to say to share to to a lot of people real fast? What would that be? Love yourself. Mm. And I want to say that in every sense. Every day you wake up, have the courage to love yourself in every aspect not every aspect of it all but even on the hard days when it's very difficult find a sliver yeah. of kindness to reflect back to yourself because yeah. self-love 
is the only I find responsibility we have as human beings or as a species is if you understand yourself and you learn how to love yourself, you can pass on that to people. When you love yourself, you learn how to love other people. You love how, you learn how to uh, pass on compassion and kindness to other people. In the world where we are at right now, we need a lot of kindness mm -hmm. and compassion. So love yourself, please. Find the courage. That's the that's the um advice or message I'd give if I had and if I had a chance. <laughs> awesome. Well, keep sharing that one, and and you're gonna keep sharing it to a lot of people. It's a it's a great mm. thing to know, great thing to remember for people. So, thank you. Cool. Well, we just wanted to thank Kirsten for jumping on tonight. Uh, she's got a busy schedule and a lot of things coming up, so we do appreciate you giving your time now and and taking uh, just a moment to share about things that are on your heart and where you're from and how how that's all gone. And so we thank you for that. Welcome to Canada. And we look forward to uh, hearing and seeing more of Kristen down the road here. So, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate you so much, Ben. This has Absolutely. been wonderful. You too. <laughs>